0: what's up world welcome to the melanin money show the official destination for personal finance entrepreneurship and wealth building for melanin millionaires we will teach you the tools the tips the tactics the hacks and strategies you need to learn to become financially free so that you can be the wealth starter and legacy lever for your family and i'm your host George Action Palm, accompanied by co-hosts Jacqueline Shattuck and Carter Cofield. If you're ready to begin your journey to become a melanin millionaire, tune in, take notes, and let's go. Go. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. Uh, As of this recording, we're coming off a high because we just uh, did our Atlanta in-person event, which was a a whole vibe. So if you didn't come, make sure you stay tuned in and tapped in for the next one. But uh, as we were sitting here thinking about you know everybody wants to know how to either make money manage their money or maximize their money um what are some good side hustles or some good businesses that can really help you generate some additional income we're trying to think like what what would be something that could really resonate
1: that yeah, people don't talk about that much? People
0: don't talk about that often, right? Yeah. And we were thinking, like, man, who could we get? Who could we tap in that could really provide some really v- real value on that? And then we talk about vending machines. Yep. Yeah. Right. And who who's the go to person vending on vending machines that people yeah. might not know about?
1: Well, the, the go to person, and I'm happy to call her my sister. <laughs> right. Is the Jamie Davis? How you doing, Queen? I'm good.
2: I'm good. And thank y'all for having me on. I'm excited to be here.
1: Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so 25,
2: mm-hmm. 25. locations.
1: 25 locations, yeah. vending machines and micro, markets. and micro
2: markets. And how long? It's been over a year. So, I scaled in over a year.
1: Over a year. So okay. tw- a little over 12 months, 25 yeah. locations. So we're talking yeah. about about almost two a month.
2: Basically, yeah.
1: On average, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: And, <laughs> and it, <made> it <laughs> easy. I'm just right. saying.
0: <laughs> and on top of that, so you still
2: have work full time? I work full time. I'm, I'm a yeah. compliance attorney compliance
0: attorney.
1: Wow. Trouble, yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. So like what, so vending machines and micro marks. explain to the audience right. what, the, what they are, what the difference is, right. yeah, how, how they work. Well,
2: because a lot of times you you just think vending and you only think the traditional vending machines, right? Mm-hmm. You think-
1: The one in elementary school that you right, used to shake Correct. Right.
2: Yeah. And, and the whole point for me, I provide a customer service, right? So we don't have to worry about You shaking my machines because they're they're good quality machines, right? (laughs) Like, how many times you been and it's like empty machine, right? And then they're mad Mm. because they're like, Well, I can't get no snacks because the person right. hasn't come to fill it up, right? Yeah. So that's a big piece of, of what I do. But the traditional vending machines, of course, you have in their snacks or mm-hmm. they can be a combination. Mm-hmm. So you'll see about 10 rolls, right, of the snacks. And then on, about on the bottom, you might see three rolls of, of drinks, right? Mm-hmm. You have that, then you have just a traditional snack and the traditional drink. But with micro markets, the good thing about micro markets, which is where I really specialize in, you truly are providing a service. So I have a lot more variety. I have, we make salads, we do sandwiches, we have string cheese, yogurt, uh, fruit. You do all of that with the micro markets, right? Mm-hmm. It's really tailored towards uh, your customer base, right? Um, and of course then you have your drinks, but we provide again, once again, a, a larger variety of our drinks as well, because we have two coolers. So we have the Cokes, the pepsis, but then we have sweet teas and just monsters and different things based upon the clientele. Wait, wait,
3: wait. So what is a
2: micro market? Right. So micro markets are small convenience stores, right? So you'll see coolers. You might see, uh, think about uh, if you're at an airport, right? And you see Mm -hmm. like the coolers and the shelving with the snacks, right? And then you might see a kiosk. It's that, but it's unmanned, right? So you just have the kiosk where you can go
1: face. So it's shelves, not in the machine. It's, it's just like yeah, laid yeah. out. Okay. And you
2: can just go and pick up the items and then scan and take it They to have
1: the kiosk. those like big corporate offices. Correct. Because I right. worked at the KPMG, we had a floor yep. where we had like, you know, you come in there, you mm-hmm. can just pick anything you
0: want. Correct. Wow. Yep,
3: that's my locations.
2: And,
0: and when wait,
3: you... wait, so they pick anything they want and then they check out. Correct. Okay. So we have the so kiosks with cameras. There. Okay.
2: So that that's the whole point, right? Is you only have my micro markets are only in areas, right, where I have the relationship with the, the office managers, right? We mm. have security. It's in areas where you don't want to lose your job over a bag of chips.
1: That's you know? tr- that's true, right? That's so true. So really
2: <laughs> it's really in secure locations where there's already a lot of security, and then I put, of course, my cameras in place. But you, you I mean you're not, you're not gonna put it in a YMCA, right? <laughs> right, you're not gonna put it in a place where you know people gonna be like, i well, just go ahead, yeah. right? You have to have that relationship, which is yeah. what I have with my buildings and my location. Because
0: we were talking offline before before we started the podcast, and Carter was giving us a little backstory. On, yeah, so yeah.
1: He I, I'll, I'll explain. So you, you know, y'all know when Walmart first came out with self checkout, <laughs> okay. and I'll be transparent, bro. <laughs> right, like, you know right, what I'm right, right, right. I was a sophomore in college, and money was tight. Right. So I'm like, wait, you' been tell me I can check myself out? <laughs> Right, so for me it was scan and throw. It was scan and throw. So that like was a built-in Bogo. It, right? it was a built-in buy one get one free. You know, so so my, my thing thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but that was, that was that was in the past, y'all. You know, you know. Right. The, we're, not, we're not
0: we're not co signing
1: or. Like, no, but no. y'all know they're
3: having this same debacle, right? Like you know, right? Mm-hmm. Like whether like okay, you can push your own self checkout mm-hmm. cart and you can mm-hmm. check out in the cart, mm-hmm. and people are stealing things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. Right, yeah. yeah. But to
1: your point, when I started my job in corporate America mm-hmm. and we had that thing on our floor, I never stole one time. I know I'm, not, I'm not losing my <laughs> job over, over, over the, over, over the street cheese, you know what
3: I'm saying? Correct.
1: Right, right.
2: Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, like we've had situations at one of our locations, because I have several cameras mm-hmm. where we've had security actually get fired because he was going in there during the weekend. Taking chips, taking... The security, them, right? The security. The security guard, right? Abusing privileges. Right, and then was like, well, I thought it was a part of the purse. No, sir, you you do, you know, right? But because I had that relationship with the location, as soon as I sent that, that film over, he was gone the next day, right? But mm-hmm. it's about having that location because if you don't, then you're going to continue to have that theft. But they set a standard now with their security guards uh, that it's no tolerance for, for theft. Okay.
0: So so what sparked the interest of, I mean, there's there's so many different ways to yeah. make money. You've got Turo, you've yeah. Got, airbnb you got all sorts of things so what what made you say vending machines vending
2: machines so yeah. and it's so funny because it, it was like a whole like process to get there so yeah. um over a year ago i went through ivf to freeze my eggs mm-hmm. right and like literally the next day after my egg retrieval i get sick like mm-hmm. definitely sick like i knew it was covid right mm-hmm. so I'm I'm, I'm I'm in the bed i can barely breathe and i'm like how am I gonna make it through this, right? Mm -hmm. I actually get rushed to the ICU. I was in the ICU for five days, right? Mm -hmm. So the first day I'm in the ICU, I'm I'm coughing, I can't breathe. I have the conversations that you kind of have to have when you think that you're about to die. You know, I'm I'm calling, you know, family saying, this is where our will is, this is where the accounts are. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm a corporate attorney making all this money, but I don't have enough. Like I'm I'm thinking about it as I'm telling them where the accounts are, my passwords. I'm like, this isn't enough.
0: What's going on, guys, George Achenpong here, and I am the founder of Melanin Money, the number one brand for wealth builders of color. You know, I look at wealth building like a sport in every sport. you got to have a uniform. And so what is the official uniform for wealth builders of color? that's where Melanin Money comes in. So if you go to melaninmoney.com and use code melanin15, you'll get 15% off your order of the entire store. And I think you're going to absolutely love our latest additions, right? It's literally literally a um, productized emotion of what it feels like to build black wealth, right? But you get to wear it. Um, you get to share the world, like your hard work that you're doing on this journey of building wealth. And we can't wait for you to join Team Black Wealth by shopping melaninmoney.com. Mm. Um,
2: and so you know, I told my doctor, I said, I'm walking out of here. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm tired because I was tired because of what I was going through with IVF, but mm. I'm fighting and I'm going to walk out. So as I'm in the in ICU, I can't do anything but be on my phone, right? And, and try mm. to breathe and get better, right? So I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm scrolling through Instagram, you know, I, I see your post. I see, mm-hmm, I see yeah. you kind of popping up, right? Yeah. And I'm like, what is man talking about, right? <laughs> on, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? So I start kind of following you, right? Yeah. And, and I'm listening and I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying and you're spitting game. And I'm like, okay, so what can I do? Because with my, with my W-2, I'm busy mm-hmm. and, and it's very demanding. But what can I do? Because when I get out of here, I need to build a business. Um And I just started thinking about what I could do, what I like to do. I like I like to eat. <laughs> I like to shop. right? Um, and so I kind of put it all together, to be honest. So when I walked out, I had a game plan. I knew I was going to start my vending company. I knew what I wanted to do and how I was going to get there. Um, so it kind of went through like mm. that process that i mean that's truly how yeah. it started and within like a month and a half of me at being of the icu yeah i had like my first two locations
0: you know what's funny about that is i think there's just something about that inflection point of being yep. in a vulnerable situation like yeah. that that sparks something because that's where on the merch side at least how Mel the Money was born. Like I, I, I had my surgery. I was sitting at home, couldn't sleep, couldn't literally couldn't sleep because I was like it's in so much pain. Yeah. I was like, you know, I'm gonna be staring at the ceiling all night for the mm-hmm. next several months, or almost, or I'm gonna do something different. Yeah. And so I like thought of the idea, and then the rest is history. So it's interesting that that was kind of like your revelation point. Oh yeah,
2: no, it hit me real hard. I was like,
3: oh, yeah. we not, we not, we gotta execute. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The, but- you're obviously very smart. So what's the W2 background? What, what was that? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm an attorney by training, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and in my role, I do a lot of compliance, a lot of strategy, right? Mm-hmm. So I take that lens mm-hmm. with my vending and a lot of times people say, Oh, well, you know, vending is passive, da, 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 da. but I say it's very active, especially with me. I have 25 locations, right? Mm-hmm. So I have to be very strategic. I have to think about food safety. Right, I think about expiration dates. I think mm-hmm. about the quality. I have to think about pest management. Right, because you have all these snacks, mm-hmm. you have to make sure the locations right are, are clean. Mm-hmm. Right, because if you get some rodents, yeah,
1: yeah, your,
2: your micro market is done. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 If you find if they find some some rodents yeah. droppings
1: in your cooler, yeah, yeah, it's over. It's a, it's a wrap, <laughs> right? It's right? So there's
2: so many things that I take from my my, my day job mm-hmm. and I put it into my micro markets and my vending.
0: Okay, right. and that's a that's so, a bar there too, right? Because so people think if they're a bad employee, they're going to be a good entrepreneur, right? It's mm-hmm. like, well, I, I wasn't made for this. I need, I need to jump in entrepreneurship. <laughs> yeah. oh, right, right, suck. right. How you right, do anything right, right. is how you do everything, right? right? right you're right, going right. to be absolutely terrible. Right. And so, and I think, I mean, just a quick segue, um, so when I first met you, right, mm-hmm, Black mm-hmm. Equity Con, I was like, Carter, who is this helpful, nice ball of joy person? Can we, can we
3: like, can, can she, can she help?
0: Can she like formally be a part of what got going on? <laughs> Um, and it just, I, I think it just, it just goes to show that like who you are is through and through is between who you are at work and your business. And so I just, we, we love you. I, we appreciate it. I love y'all.
2: So I, I appreciate it. You know, I tell everyone like, I have always been in that space of just Mm -hmm. lawyers, like, Mm -hmm. go to all the legal conferences, right? right. And so, when I moved over to, right, right, right,
3: right
2: right, right now, right? And then, I moved over to entrepreneurship, and I'm walking into rooms, and my eyes are just like, it was a whole new world. Like, Mm -hmm. I had never seen so many people that look like me doing so many different things, right? And so, it Mm -hmm. sparked that synergy in me, right? Mm -hmm. To where I went from two, four, to like, 25
3: locations because i couldn't Whoa, wait wait, wait. This, so you, you started with like two or four and then 25 correct in like one year correct after seeing other people achieving their dreams
2: because for me it's nothing like getting that connection with other people mm-hmm. and knowing okay so so what's the play that you're running right and then i run it i I, I pivot a little bit with mine and i make it be successful with vending right mm-hmm. so carter you know he's my mentor and he's been teaching us tax plays and different things like that and one of the things, you know i tell people because now I'm, I'm a coach as well as you know i'm helping people in the vending space mm-hmm. with Miss all about vending mm-hmm. um is you have to make sure you have your entity set up right mm-hmm. so a lot of times you'll see people get into vending and they're still paying taxes when they go to sam's club or costco or bj's you have to be tax exempt right mm-hmm. i mean because you're gonna be paying taxes twice, twice right so and so the little things like that that i've learned right from being in the room that's helped my business really excel that other people probably might not know because they just don't have the knowledge, right? As mm-hmm. long as you have it, you can execute. Facts.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's let's talk about the, the the mathematics behind it. So people at home want to start like, all right, I want to start a vending machine business. But the first question is, how would you recommend somebody get started mm-hmm. with their first location? Mm-hmm. And then uh, they will go into kind of like profit margins and what should somebody expect to make? Right. From a sale location, whether it's a vending machine or whether it's a micro market.
0: Right, I, mean, right. I want Jamie to start a milling a money machine for. Yeah, you. I that's how
2: I got <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I will tell you for for me, especially in one of I'll, I'll give you that for one of our locations. I am very, we're very big on being, you know, thinking with strategically right. And so I'll give you an example. We have a location as a health department, and you would think it would be like healthy food. No, mm. they don't want that. Right? Like they want. The junk of the junk, the junk, right?
3: <laughs> but you
2: department? in the health, yes, the health department, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm just telling you, right. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, you you tailor to your customers. So one of the things we also provide is we have like emergency kits. In our, in our, uh, micro markets, mm. we have like the Tylenol. We do that. We have Lent Row because it's an office space deal as well, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and we kind of would see kind of what the customers would need as well, right? And, and just kind of tailor it. Uh, but one of the things when you are really looking into whether you want a micro market or a vending machine, you have to really look at what you can afford, right? Because micro markets, because you have the coolers, mm-hmm. right? You need about two and the shelving it, and the kiosk can be around 15, 20,000 dollars, right? So if you don't have that at startup cost, then you might want to look at a traditional vending machine. Gotcha. Right now, I always tell people be very careful because they go on Facebook and they get these ideas. Oh, I can buy one for five hundred dollars. Well, then expect that the machine's gonna break down. It doesn't mm. have a card reader. Right. Mm. The coils aren't gonna fully work. So I always say be very cognizant. If you're new uh, into vending, you might want to get a brand new vending machine where you know and you and you you know you know it's not gonna break the first uh, you know within the first a couple of of years, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, A brand new vending machine, it could be 3,500 to 5,000, right? It's not bad. Uh, It's it's not bad, Uh, but I always negotiate. I negotiate everything, right? Uh, You know, I've negotiated because I actually bought a route. That's another way I was able to scale my business, right? Is buying the route, right? And I actually negotiated him 50% down of the sales price, right? So Um, you bought
1: the vending machine Mm -hmm. and you bought the route Mm -hmm. and
2: yeah i had like several locations at the time and i was like how do i scale my business well i knew several people that were like trying to retire i did my research i looked at all the machines i looked at his financials right because you Mm. you don't buy a route just randomly right you have to actually know all the machines work so we tested every coil and every machine (laughs) oh yeah you know i don't play right 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 (laughs) we tested everything the card readers i had to make sure that the card readers actually switched over to me 'Cause if you buy a machine and then he's still getting the money Distracted for me several me. months, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you that's gonna be a problem, right? right? But you have to think about that, right? And and make sure that you're buying good locations, you know the contracts, you know the people. So it's several things you have to think about when you're actually trying to get into the industry. Are
3: right. you your own attorney in
2: this? Of course. and i don't play so so
0: we're looking at like okay so i got my my decent price vending machine It's going to work yeah coils tested yep car readers money's actually coming to me correct uh what are we looking at like i guess best case scenario midpoint assumption on profit margins
2: right so it it just depends i'll tell you i have um i'll give you micro markets for example right Mm -hmm. micro markets are it's really my bread and butter right Mm -hmm. you can buy a bag of chips if you go to Sam's Club, I think maybe like thirty-five cents, right? Mm-hmm. I sell my bag is just four dollar fifty, yeah.
3: mm-hmm. right?
2: But you also have to uh, put in for shrink, for theft, right? Right, right? right. So I always put in a little bit extra, right? Okay. Because you know that someone's gonna be like you well, with a that... sticky finger, right? <laughs> um, and so, and so it can just depend. So with my micro markets, I am at a point where if I just have micro markets alone, mm-hmm. alone, I'm close to six figures along with micro markets, with, with my location, gotcha. because I'm in high traffic. OK, you, you cannot be in a place that's closed, you know, at five o'clock and it, they're only open three days a week. Right, You right. have to be somewhere you have a lot of high traffic and a demand and food deserts. Like I say, it's all about places that it's not. It's hard to get to fast food restaurants.
0: Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have a personal financial advisor? That you could ask questions to to help you navigate, you know, spending decisions, help you, you know, figure out investments that make sense for you to help you achieve financial success. Well, you no longer have to wonder that because we created that inside the Melanin Millionaires Club with our flagship feature, Pocket Advisor. With Pocket Advisor, it's just like it sounds. You have an advisor right in your pocket where you can ask a real expert, real questions in real to help you navigate your journey towards financial success. So if you want to learn more about that, click the link in the show notes, go to melaninmoney.com forward slash pocket advisor to learn how you can get an advisor in your pocket for less than $2 a day. Right. like Mm. I I provide
2: the salads. I provide sandwiches. So I am their lunch, Mm. right? It's about the food. It's about, I'm I'm a part of their service. When Mm. I go to the locations, they don't get a commission for me. Because I tell them, I'm providing you a free micro market. Yeah. I'm providing a service so that your employees don't have to leave the office. And, and
1: that's, that was my point, right? So when mm-hmm. I was working in corporate America, they didn't want us leaving the office, right? right? We work in 60 hours, 70 hours a week. Yep. So we would come down there for lunch, come down there for dinner. Mm-hmm. So you're literally making them more money by not having their employees right. leave the office, go down to the first floor, mm-hmm. walk 30 minutes there, take their time, yeah. walk 30 minutes back. So mm-hmm. I think it's very valuable, especially... In these professional offices, mm-hmm. um, to have these to have these micro markets. So, so you said. So basically, you you're doing like a, like a, almost a four to five x markup on Correct. each mm-hmm. item. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we get
0: machines machine?
1: What's going
3: on? Uh, <laughs> so, like, like, like
0: four hundred to 500 yeah.
2: percent markup on yeah. every item
1: that you're selling. that oh, yeah, every we, month she's coming soon. Yeah, and, yeah,
2: we do, well, and, and depending upon chips, it might be a dollar fifty. Mm -hmm. yeah if it's a bigger bag because i'm paying it because i'm not going downstairs yeah and then you have like i said it's all about the variety as well we have everything from keto options i mean i had everything Mm. because you have to understand your customer
1: base right whose job is it to restock it is that your job or do you pay somebody at the location i have
2: a a team so sometimes i'll do it right depending Mm. upon if i feel like going down there i have time Mm. because i still have my w2 job right? right but i have a team and it's and it's that's also an important piece. You have to have people that you trust mm-hmm. because it's a cash business too, a part of it, right? Yeah. So you have to have people that you trust that when they take that cash out of the kiosk, or the vending machine that they're going to actually bring it back to yeah. the office right not popping a couple dollars right, right but yeah. it's so, also important to look at your system as well so i look to see okay, in the system say, yeah yeah
3: because so. i'm thinking like okay that old school 500 dollars machine right like there's no card reader there's no nothing right Maybe you have upgraded machines are they now keeping a system tab company? of your cash and your credit card transactions mm-hmm. okay that's correct. very helpful correct yeah, and that's how
2: a lot of people mess up is they don't have the updated systems to help them from the controls in place from the financial standpoint. And so then, you know, they're, they're not knowing where their money's going.
3: So do you tell the employees <laughs> that that system's there or do you just let them find out <laughs> if there's a discrepancy? So my
2: team, they know, right? Mm-hmm. At this point, I only have two other people that help me, right? Mm-hmm. And I trust. Um, I'm probably not going to expand Hey, <laughs> you, right? You you know? But yes, they do know. Yeah, they know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Got it. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like that's like, it's a good, it's a good test, right? Yeah, good yeah, yeah, game. yeah. Bring the
1: money back, like right, you, know, you right, don't know yeah. how much I know how much is in there, right? Right. we, we gonna see though.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and and to be honest, so many people that is the issue with vending. If you have a large route and you have p- people working for you, mm-hmm. I mean, they could make a spare key, right? And then they can go back if they. I mean, there's so many things people can do. So mm-hmm. be very cognizant. You gotta treat people well. Yeah, yeah that's mean, a, that's a
3: big
0: thing.
2: You yeah. have to yeah. because you look up. And then I went back to the machine, took all the cash
3: and the and the inventory. <laughs> right. right. They Come on, <laughs> the you don't am leaving with something.
2: right? Right, <laughs> right. You just right. right. so ch-
0: ch- the ones eating the Cheetos, right? right. And gone with yeah. the drink,
2: right? right? So you just
3: got to be very cognizant of how you treat your people, right? Gotcha. Uh, make that, them, makes, right. that makes sense. That makes sense. So yeah. uh, we kind of skipped over something that's really huge here, in which you had to actually evaluate this business, I right? So can you share with people like what are some of the high level factors that they should be looking? yeah i know there's some ways that we could value different businesses but mm-hmm. in the vending space specifically how do you know if the asking price is yep. what it should be but i guess before that how do you even source the deals how did you find yours? Facebook yeah.
2: marketplace you know, i did not do i know a lot of people do that what i did was i just googled i googled vending,
0: good old google right, <laughs> but i
2: just did i googled vending rounds for sale in my area um and a few popped up right mm-hmm. um and what you do is you just reach out uh, but the first thing that you do is you want to go to all the locations, right? And you want to verify, because they're going to give you like a list, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll say, oh, I have, I have 10 locations. You want to go to every, mach- uh, every location to make sure that it's actually working, mm-hmm. that the, the card reader number that they gave you is accurate and it goes corresponds because so they might try to give you something. But I mean, you have to, the you know, yeah. scammers will scam, yeah, yeah, right? Scammers so will scam. Right? Was, right? Yeah. Like, you have to be very diligent about that. Uh, mm-hmm. so after I went to every location, tested the machines, right? Mm -hmm. I I asked for the financials. I asked for for everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I asked for the reporting and I had my CPA, my my people like look at all the documents. Now I will tell you a lot of times numbers because it is a cash business, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you won't see all the information. And Mm -hmm. I think it's important. And I think that's the attorney in me. I asked a lot of questions, right? I asked a lot of questions. I went with the old owner. Um, and, and sat down. Actually, went to a couple locations as he was filling up to really get insight. I talked to the locations where the machine uh, where the machines um, were located. I looked at the contracts that he had mm-hmm. uh, and made sure that they were sound. Um, like I talked to customers that were there in the buildings. Right. I think that you have to do all of that. You can't just go in. In my opinion, you mm-hmm. cannot just go in. And just say, Oh, God got me without doing your, I mean, he, he, got, he you. got you. He got you. He got you. You gotta do your part. you yeah. your due diligence. Yeah. So I think it's just important. Um, and then of course negotiate. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, I negotiate him down 50%, right? Because at the end of the day, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a little petty.
3: So yeah. I was like, "Well,
2: there's a nick here, <laughs> and I'm gonna have to upgrade all these card readers." And you know, what I'm saying, like, yeah. you gotta be very, uh, you know, it's a business. Diligent, yeah. You yeah. gotta, you gotta do your due diligence. So yeah. um, that's kind of how I did it. Yeah. Okay. So you
3: sourced it and
2: then. You... Yep. And then from there, I just like went in on the deal. I looked yeah. at the numbers. I looked at the locations, the relationships, right. Mm-hmm. I looked at what he was buying, right, and and kind of what the customers needed. I just I looked at the whole thing. Um, and how I can kind of change the market as well and, and market and brand it that would kind of really accelerate the business That right. was my goal is to scale. Yeah,
0: right. so yeah. you have 25 machines now uh-huh. where, do you, where do you where do you see the business, vending machine business going from here for you
2: for me? Yeah. yeah, so my focus at this point is just micro markets. I want okay. to grow that space, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, it got to the point where People were just like well, how'd you get into vending like? how mm-hmm. can I get into vending? And that's when I started Miss All About Vending mm-hmm. because I wanted to help others, right? Like how Carter has been so helpful for, for, to me, I wanted to help others when they got into the game. And so mm-hmm. I wrote an ebook. Um, I have my course. We're actually doing a live event. It's going to be uh, a virtual, uh, virtual option October 28th, mm-hmm. right? To really help people think about vending in a through a business lens, right? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times you just think, oh, it's easy, put snacks in. But if you don't Put the right snacks in in the right locations. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna Mm -hmm. be honest. So, some of the best snacks are gonna be at the top.
1: Cause it's eye level.
2: It's eye level.
1: Right. Right.
2: And then in my vending machines, I have lights inside to highlight. Right. And then we clean our machines as well, mm-hmm. right? How many times have you been in the machine? is old, it's dirty, it's crusty, yeah, yeah, it's right. dark, yeah. right? I,
1: I don't trust that that bag of chips is not going to be stale. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I feel like I got to take a risk. Yeah.
2: Right,
3: <laughs> right, right,
2: right. And so, and you know, that, those are some things I think that's kind of really important. And what I'm thinking about is how can I help other people get mm. to space, into the micro market space as well, where it's more okay. profitable, right? Yeah. Um, and so that's been, been, been my focus is to scale the micro markets side of the business and then to help others.
1: And and I I love that because I feel like the the first of all micro markets is more is yep. more is more profitable. Yep. I love that you're helping because so many of us we get to a place in our business <laughs> and we're like yo I'm good.
3: Yeah. But, like, you know, said, like, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. i gonna help
1: nobody. But I think it's very important to help people because I don't know that many people doing the doing the vending business. So I think that um a lot of people need to learn it. A lot of people want to learn it, but they need to see the source. Like who's going to be the face of, of of this business? I think you have an amazing opportunity to do so.
3: But also the micro I, don't know, like I, I like, didn't know yeah, what that was. What yeah, yeah, yeah
1: yeah, yeah, was yeah, yeah. I shopped in it, but yeah, I didn't know yeah. what it was called. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So that that was that was that was extremely helpful. Now we all understand, as George always reminds us, that the road to passive income isn't passive, right? People mm-hmm. think vending machines like, oh, all right, I'm gonna sleep. Money machine. machine.
2: Yeah, right, 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 right. right,
1: right. My how money
0: machine, my how money machine. many
1: days would you honestly say if somebody you know had a vending business and they only had a vending business? How many days a per week would you think that they had to work in their business?
2: In their business. Uh, so for me, I do at least, I'll say pretty much every day because I have 25.
1: 25, weeks. okay, right. right. But if you have like one or if two. If you have
2: one, uh, if you have one, you know, you're going to spend time really figuring out what you need from the customer, mm-hmm. for, uh, for your customers. Mm-hmm. So I make, mean, you know, a couple hours, probably right, going through your, mm-hmm. whether it's Sam's Club, whether it's Costco, BJ's, and looking at the inventory, what they have, right? Mm-hmm. Doing your price analysis. I always looked at, okay, if I'm gonna buy this and it's, you know, for, on, the, on the chips, it'll actually tell you the expiration date, the boxes, and a lot of people don't look at that. So you have to always, mm-hmm. you know, look yeah. at the expiration, but it'll tell you how much, you know, per bag, right? And so what I used to do in the beginning I had spreadsheet and I had how much I paid per bag, what I was thinking about selling, the profit, right? Mm. And I, and then with inflation, I was like, oh, yeah, we can't, we got to you know, work, we got to move with it, yeah, right? Yeah. So I would say if you if you only have one machine, uh, probably like two days, two days and a few hours within those two days, yeah. right? Mm. Of just really spending time. Because like I said, you do that price analysis, you go shopping, um, and then you go fill the machine, right? Um, and
1: how often do you have to fill your machines? Uh, oh, it's weekly. Weekly? Like okay. several times
2: a week. Okay. Yes, no. we'll typical yeah. right? Because I'm in locations where I have fresh food. I'm in locations where, uh, so I'll get, I'll tell you one of my locations: is the, the event space, right? So That's I have the genius. micro market. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. and it's not just a typical like little event space. It's an event space where they bring major acts. So I have the vending machine and then the behind the counter because they didn't want to get the food license. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I provide all the snacks. I provide salads. I provide sandwiches, um, and then I invoice them. So gotcha. it's a micro market in a sense, but then they have someone kind of mm. handing it um, and invoicing. So there's just so many different ways you can do this, right? Um, And you can spend the time. But I say between filling the machines and um, you can do it, you could truly do it in one day if you have the time. Yeah. Well, where did the salads and stuff come from?
0: You know, it said you should get a health checkup at least once a year. My question is, when's the last time you had a financial health checkup? My guess, it's probably been a while, and that's why we created the Wealth Health Score. Whether you're financially out of shape or financially elite, the Wealth Health Score is going to tell you exactly where you stand and what things you can do to get into the best financial health possible. So visit MyWealthHealthScore.com to get your score today.
2: So I have amazing partners, right? So one of my partners, he has a restaurant business, right? And so he has been very helpful in the salads the sandwiches, and he has a license, right? And so it's important about partnering with the right people, right? Because um, I don't have a blue license, I can go get one. Mm-hmm. But it's about the partnership as well, right? Um, and so he has been um, amazing in, in helping me and my partner.
0: Yeah. Yeah. dope, dope. So mm-hmm. I feel like in entrepreneurship, that coveted first milestone is like 10K a month, right? Mm-hmm. 5 to 10K k. Mm-hmm. What would you say, like, how, how much... How many vending machines, what would need to be that mix for a person to be able to have a to really make a 10K. Yeah, 10K mark, yeah. right?
2: Um so I would say if you have maybe two micro markets, mm-hmm. you're there, right? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I
1: mean you could So on average a good micro market could be five K a month. Yeah. So if if it costs you twenty thousand dollars to start one, you can get a loan out, right? put five thousand down, yep. you recoup your money in four months. Yeah. Now you're dealing with profit oh. margin for the rest of the year. Yeah.
0: said so if you want to scale, we got, you got to you.
1: for
2: you. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So yeah. that's why I'm really trying to focus on micro markets and tell people there is a need for it, mm-hmm. right? I mean, just think about how many times, like I said, you 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 know were going and, and sneaking in and getting some stacks. right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. you were paying
1: though. Yeah, I, I was paying the corporate America. I'm not losing my job for that. <laughs> but like, yeah, I I vividly remember going down to the 55th floor uh-huh. at least three times a day.
2: Oh, it's a part of. Your routine. your routine yeah so i have i have a customer her routine is five oh i know my customers five diet cokes a day
0: jesus jesus
1: right yeah
2: and i know she likes the cans yeah so i'm always gonna
3: have cans, <laughs>
2: right and it's just for me doing my research i look at my camera right i, I go to my site i'm mm. talking to people mm. now if you hands off then you wouldn't know that right mm. it, but i know i need to always have Diet Coke for her. And if I don't have the cans, then she'll take the bottle. But I know I'm gonna
1: make more on the cans. Because <laughs>
3: that's her
2: thing, right? Like that—that's her thing. Yeah. Know um, your and- customer.
0: Yeah. one on one. Yeah. You gotta know your customer. You right. gotta know
1: the
2: landscape. You gotta, gotta know your location. You have to have those relationships.
0: Okay. So, so someone's like, like, I gotta like, get this thing started. Like I, but I don't know necessarily where to start. Right. You, you, oh, I don't actually know where to start. Like how can they tap in with you they're like i need her to cook because she's different right some people just tell you to go get the vending machine on facebook marketplace for 300 and i've, I've heard
1: that bro and then it sounds painful yeah. 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 And, and
3: yeah and not
0: saying that that might may or may not work but your right. your process sounds like you got to kind of dial in how can someone tap in if they're like i want to learn yeah. this process for, from sure, you. for sure
2: so um i have my like i said my ebook uh miss all about okay. um and on my website i really talk about kind of my journey and what okay. i can help with because you don't want it, in my opinion, you don't want to just kind of jump in. Because mm-hmm. if you jump in, you could be five thousand down on a machine, mm-hmm. uh, and I always tell people don't buy the machine first. Don't do that because mm-hmm. they'll send the machine. It'll be in your garage, and then you'll still be looking for a location. <laughs> I never uh,
1: thought about that. Right, right. <laughs> don't buy the so machine many first. People
2: will be like. It's on sale at Sam's Club, and they're in the Sam's yes. Club, they sell the Sam's Club. But you gotta be strategic. If you look at the list, because it, it's a deal, you buy the vending machine from Sam's Club, and they're like, "Oh, we give you all these things, you get a rebate." None of them things sell. That's yeah. not mm-hmm. that they that they're trying to. The, the pretzels is the Nestle water. I'm not a Nestle water person, oh, right? Yeah, 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 it yeah, has yeah, an aftertaste, right? Yeah. And then it had like some other random stuff. But people buy that, and then they get stuck with all this inventory
1: and the machine with no location, right?
2: <laughs> right, and so you just have to be very strategic, right? Um, but but you know, reaching out to me, okay. um, I have a mentorship program, okay. right? Um, I'm helping people, I have one client, and in Houston, I have one mentee in Maryland, so, um, and I help them with the whole process of the, their brand, right? Getting their logo, helping them get the website design, and then just helping them with talking points with their script, mm-hmm. who they should look for, right? What locations, um, and then helping them if they want the micro market of the, the different vendors, what location, um, mm-hmm. and, and then what type of cooler, what type of shelving, right. um, and how do you want it to look? Cause like I said, it has to be aesthetically pleasing as well. Because you're mm-hmm. providing, again, experience.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm hung up on the legal document side of this. Like, yeah. how are you helping them on that side? Because that's a major gem that I could see from like, anybody else's Correct. mentorship. Because you join a lot of people's mentorships. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, go sign that stuff. go get. That's how you get it. Yep. Yeah. But I feel like having like, the advantage of being Ooh. one of your mentees is like, hey, yeah, side, bro. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, I do all the Correct. Oh, yeah,
3: and it's iron, it's iron tied, right? So you
2: have to make sure in your agreement, and a lot of people be like, oh, you know, commissions. I don't pay any commissions on any of my locations because I'm providing yes. right. a free service. That's know? true, right? Um, some people will be like, oh, especially some governments. They'll be like agencies. They're like, oh, well, I want twenty percent. No, if you get twenty percent, of my profit, I'm not profitable at all. Yeah,
1: yeah right. For yeah. some
2: locations, so just knowing what to put in the agreement, knowing when to walk away from locations, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, if you have locations where when you're, you know, having the discussions and you see customers shaking machines that's not a place i want to uh, be kicking right. machines because uh, you're gonna mess
1: up yeah your, your machine my equipment yeah right yeah, yeah.
2: so uh, you know just having that ironclad and knowing what to put in there i provide that um you know okay. the insight to, to my mentees so
1: we'll have miss all about in, in the show notes they can they can learn to tap in with you but one question i want to ask that we didn't we didn't hit on yet is how do you find a good location yeah. and like what are some just top-notch location ideas is it like you said event spaces could be a good one oh, so yeah. it would just help the people at home yeah. understand where. For,
2: for sure but when you think about event spaces you have to talk to them and see their calendar
1: yeah because you got a bit space with no events you, you, it's, you have it, to. It's, just, it's just a space bro right it's just a
3: space <laughs>
2: right it's just a space it has to be somewhere where they're having things at least Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday mm-hmm. has to be mm-hmm. um, but like I said I started off with apartment complexes my, my first couple were apartment complexes don't do anything small. It uh-huh. has to be scale. Like it has to be a large complex. Mm-hmm. It has to be somewhere, like I said, that is far away from fast food restaurants, right? So if you're hungry, just go down, get a couple chips and go back in your in your apartment, yeah, yeah. right? So, you know, looking at where um, I do all new builds, right? So for instance, I just went to a real estate, um, there was a real estate developer, you know, gentrification kind of going on in my area, mm. went to, they had an open house, I was just talking, you know, you know, I'm just gonna talk to people. Yeah. The guy I was talking to was a developer, right? He's like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna have a meeting with him on Monday about putting some of my machines. It's right, a service, keeping
1: the residents so, happy. Right, yeah. so
2: so just being strategic in where you go to meet people, right? Um, just different meetings I'll go to and I'll just kind of talk about my business and then they'll say, oh, well, you know, I need to kind of see you know, if we can partner. So I, I have, uh, like I said, apartment complexes, I have Hilton Hotels, right? Um, And not just any hotel, you want to be somewhere where it's a lot of people, Mm -hmm. constant foot traffic. So you want to be somewhere where it is either by airport, Mm -hmm. by an amusement park by some type of, Music park I'm just kidding. saying race park oh track, God. something, right. you, you yeah. want to be somewhere where there's just always people, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, those are some areas, like I said, where, where I will always say kind of start first, um, and then you can grow to micro markets in buildings or having your locations in different campuses, because that's where some of my machines are now on campus, office campuses.
1: Amazing. Mm-hmm. That's really okay. amazing. Um, my my head's just spinning because I think all the money I spend in the vending machine I had a apartment complex that Mm -hmm. I would literally go down every day and get something. and and I
0: think the thing that I'm thinking about is that like in any business you almost have to get out of your own way of what your own habits right so it's like I don't typically unless it's a food desert situation I'm traveling fast food is closed that's like one few scenario where I'm getting like something from the vending machine right so but but that's not everybody else right Right. so kind of getting out of your own way to know that like people still eat Doritos every day and drink Diet Coke Five times a day,
3: correct,
2: right, um, and,
0: and catering to them,
2: and and then that's why another reason why I'm really pushing the micro markets, right, mm-hmm. because you would be more apt to go into the micro market right. and getting a salad, right. and getting a wrap, a
1: parfait, right. getting right. a parfait, yeah.
2: right. So it's about providing a variety for your customers, right, and so that's really what the micro markets are all about,
0: right, right. Oh. Oh. Love it. One, one of the things we always like to ask our guests on our show, because, you know, we super serve, we don't exclude anybody, but mm-hmm. we super serve uh, aspiring melanin millionaires. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you think about the journey that you're on, you know, vending machines, helping other people, yeah. mentoring, you know, what does being uh, an aspiring melanin millionaire mean to you?
3: Mm, that's a really
2: good question. Um. You know, it it really, for me, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of things, like I said, when I thought about when I was in ICU is mm-hmm. I really want to leave a legacy, mm-hmm. right? And when I realized that this amazing corporate job, yes. right, that I had aspired and worked so hard, right, yeah. for, um, it wasn't my American dream, right? right? Um, I wanted to really leave a legacy.
3: Mm-hmm. I
2: want to really retire my parents. That That's mm-hmm. what I'm working towards, right? Yeah. Um, and I really want to get to a place where I'm able to help other students right. realize they can have that corporate job and they can get to a place of having their own business. Yeah. So I'm I'm really getting to a place of now we would do scholarships. My family would do a lot of scholarships, whether mm-hmm. it's with my sorority or different things, but I would love to have a scholarship when it when it comes to my my university, I went to University of Florida. For entrepreneurship, Right. We have an entrepreneurship track, but that's what I really want to get to. I need to invest and get back right. um, because I really do want to leave a legacy. So that that's where I'm really trying to go is helping other people, getting to a space where I'm able to build generational wealth um, and just help others. Because for me, if it wasn't for other people investing in me, mm-hmm. right, their time and, and their knowledge, then right. I wouldn't be where I am both from an attorney standpoint or with my businesses. Okay. Right. Um, and so that, that's really where I'm trying to focus on. Is how can I help others? get to where i am and then mm-hmm. surpass me right because um i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna surpass you one day i just want you to know. Uh, I, I will
1: love it right i will right? love it i will love it look right? nothing will make me more happy than helping somebody <laughs> you know further just... than me but 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 that's yeah. what it's
2: about right yeah, it's yeah. about every generation even though you're younger than me but they they get better right <laughs> yeah. they get better and 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 so that's where i really am trying to like thrive yeah. and, and move forward
0: to. love it well there you have it folks make sure you guys tap in um if you're trying to learn how to take Your business to the next level get started in the vending machine and micro marketplace which we learned about today Mm -hmm. and uh, until the next time peace Peace. thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the melanin money show if you like this episode please do us a huge favor leave us a five star review and if you're not already subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend because we're providing this valuable game so that you can level up as an aspiring melanin millionaire Again, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week.